Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are continuing our draft profile series. Today, we'll be talking about offensive tackle Penay Sewell out of Oregon. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack, Mr. Duxworth. Quack, quack. Uh, yes, we will be talking about Penay Sewell, a very exciting offensive tackle prospect um we'll also be discussing uh, we'll briefly go over the super bowl we haven't done a podcast since the super bowl ended so we'll give our quick thoughts on that uh, and then we're going to talk about you know all the news all the rumors everything is about panthers quarterback situation right now right so yes we're gonna have another little conversation about that <clears throat> and, and discuss the merits and pitfalls of potentially trading for an older quarterback but we'll kick it off here with our thoughts on the Super Bowl. Boring. <laughs> I mean, I was really pumped for this game. I thought it was going to be very exciting. I wanted the Chiefs to win. And the game just was not exciting at all. I mean, even if the Bucks won and it was an exciting game, I'd have been happy. Yeah. But it was just a really boring game. And that was what I was really hoping for. Uh, Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. I hate the Bucks, but I like Tom Brady. So I was kind of happy for him, you know, just solidifying the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. Maybe not physically or most talented, but still the GOAT. I mean, he's the, he's the greatest. Like, yeah. Is he the most talented quarterback of all time? Probably no. not. But is he the greatest quarterback of all time? I don't think there's any argument. No, I, don't I mean, he's he's won Super yeah. Bowls with bad receiving cores, and he's won Super Bowls with good receiving cores. I mean... Yeah, I mean, he just won his seventh Super Bowl at 43 years old. I mean, it's insane, insane. Um, Yeah, obviously I picked the Bucks at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the year, so I am uh, pretty happy that they won it. Uh, you know, I guess I'm of two minds, right? As a Panthers fan, as, you know, uh, an NFC South opponent, I don't like the fact that they won the Super Bowl. No. But this was all about Tom Brady for me. And honestly, I mean, Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, these aren't like Buccaneers Hall of Famers. These are guys that they rented for a year or two years and probably Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were the real. Yeah. And they did nothing in the Super Bowl. (laughs) No. You know, I mean, so yeah, it's going to go down as a Bucs Super Bowl, but nobody's going to, nobody's going to remember that it was the Bucs. You're going to remember Tom Brady. Well, uh, to be fair, I felt like the defense on the, the Bucks really won them that game. Well, I, I don't. I mean, yes, uh, they did put up thirty-one points. Yeah, you know they the, did. the offense did well, but yeah, I mean the Todd Bowles defense, the Chiefs could Just, do nothing. They could they couldn't move the ball. They couldn't get it. In the it end didn't zone. help that they were a patchwork offensive line. It kind of proves how much an offensive line is important, mm-hmm. especially to with all those playmakers on that team that right. without. You know, they're starting left tackle. They're starting guard. Like, they, they struggled. I mean, Absolutely. you could just physically... Patrick Mahomes did the best he could for running for his life. Yes, I, I mean, saw he's, he, ran, he ran for, like, a total of 497 yards or something just in the pocket, I, like, trying to get away from those Bucks defenders. It kind of felt like when I watched used to watch Cam a lot. Yeah. You know, he would just get the ball and he had to run for his life because the offensive line was so awful. There were a lot of similarities between the Chiefs and the Panthers in 2015, or I guess technically 2016, uh, in this game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, with you know the defense of the opponent just absolutely destroying your offensive line. Mike Rimmers, you know, started on both you, teams. You you hate to. <laughs> I mean, we pick on Mike Rimmers, but Mike Rimmers, you know, this is the second time now where he is really not pulled his weight in the Super Bowl. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, so, he was playing left tackle. He shouldn't be playing left tackle, starting left tackle. No, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. But, you know, again, they were injured. There were a lot of injuries on that team. There are a couple guys, I think, that uh, at least one guy that, um, you know, pulled out of the season before it even started due to COVID, uh, the doctor, right? I don't remember his mm-hmm. name, Schwartz or something. Um, so he pulled out. And uh, so, yeah, they, they just didn't have they, – they just – they were no match, honestly, for the Bucks. The Bucks have been playing amazing since they were like seven and five. They didn't lose a game after that, and uh, that that team came together towards the end, like you predicted at the beginning of the season that they would have a slow start and then pick up steam towards the end of the year. And that's exactly what they did. And they, I think, they were just better, really, than any of us thought. I mean, they, at the it end took of the year. it took time for them to gel, and yeah. that's what I kind of figured what was going to happen with them, just because you have a new quarterback. <laughs> probably going to implement a new type of offense. It was going to be the same exact thing as last year, you know? Mm -hmm. And it takes a little while for players to get used to each other, especially with COVID hitting, no preseason, no real training camp. Yeah, I mean, it it takes a while. Yeah, if you look at this, I'm just looking at this box score. Differences from last year for the Bucs. Tom Brady, okay, Mm -hmm. top, top passer. Leonard Fournette, top rusher. Rob Gronkowski, top receiver. You know, Antonio Brown had the second most receptions on the team and the only other receiving touchdown. These are all guys that are there because of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know, Leonard Fournette wouldn't be on that team without Tom Brady. No way. Um, so, uh, any other thoughts on the Super Bowl before we get into this other conversation? It sort of dovetails in with this Tom Brady talk. No, I'm I'm good with it. I Like I said... It was kind of funny watching Tom Brady on the parade, like Chuck the Lombardi <laughs> from boat to boat. I was like, yeah, what are you just, doing, man? Totally drunk, trying to, just stumbling around <laughs> everywhere, having to be held up by Is his buddies. Is it wrong that I kind of wish it hit the water? See, what, I saw what that they happened? were 80 feet above the, the ocean floor right there. So if that had dropped in the water, like they'd have had to get special divers out to go get it. And there was hey. so much alcohol flowing, you know, that somebody is going to jump in after that thing. Oh, yeah. And God knows what would have happened at that point. Uh, honestly, and <laughs> I have no problem with that. I know I saw some people on Twitter knocking him for being oh, drunk whatever. There. I was like, man, you win a Super whatever. Bowl. You know you're going to be drunk, too. You're going to be having fun. Those are, just Tom, those are just Tom Brady haters. Who cares? <sighs> you know, I'm surprised they don't do, like, the Stanley Cup, though. And you have, like, the, the, the real Stanley Cup that is displayed in, you know, wherever mm-hmm. it needs to be for the year. And then you have a a secondary Stanley Cup that you give the players and let them drink out of it and do whatever they're going to do with it. But the Lombardi trip, that was the only one. <laughs> like, that was the one. Well, Gronk has a, a dent in one of the New England yeah, Patriots. I, I, I forget what that. he did, but he dented it. Yeah, he threw so something was... at it. He threw a, a baseball or something at it. Um, yeah, but... Uh, what do you think about next year? I mean, obviously, I think we feel like Kansas City is going to still be great next year. Do you think the Bucks? I mean, can they get back next year? It all depends on who comes back for that team. I mean, yeah, I don't know what their salary cap situation is like. I don't know who's up for a contract, but, uh, you know, Brady's going to be back. Gronk says he's going to be back. He, yeah, Fournette, I think, was just on a one-year deal, so I don't know he about was. him. 
Uh, Brown obviously was on a one-year deal, but I would assume he would come back cheap for Brady. Yeah. What what other options is he going to have? Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think it's it's quite possible that that they could potentially run it back again. Um, but the real question is, you know, as it pertains to the Panthers, Tom Brady, forty-three years old, forty-two at the time he signed with Tampa, old quarterback. Mm-hmm. They win the Super Bowl. Okay, so obviously that gamble that they took, they're all in with when Brady's there. They're all in. Right. Oh, absolutely. That this is their window. When he leaves, who knows what happens? The Panthers. It's a little bit of a different situation because there's not that guy that's just a free agent. Like the Bucks didn't have to give up anything to go get Tom Brady. The Panthers. The Bucks were also a different set of team, though. I mean, I think it's. I think it's pretty similar. I mean, we've got a really good offense. We've got excellent skill position you know, players on the team. We've got a young defense that's kind of coming together. Not nearly as good as the Bucks defense. But I was going to say that Bucks defense was really good last yeah, year. But they're, but the, I think the Panthers defense is young and they're getting better. Um, you know, within the next year or two, we expect the Panthers to compete for at least the playoffs. So the question is, would you consider bringing in an older quarterback like that? I mean, the Colts tried it this year with, Philip Rivers didn't really work out for them. They didn't make the playoffs. Um, so we're, we're kind of looking at these older quarterbacks. Who's out there? Who's available? So, and when we say older, you know, we're not talking 40s because there's, you know, this really <laughs> only one. Tom Brady. You know, I think <laughs> Breeze is out now. So we're going to say like 28 or older, right? Mm-hmm. So veterans, not not spring chickens anymore. So I think the first one that we can talk about, and one that's been in the rumor mill, Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've never really liked Carson Wentz, but I think he's better than he was last year in terms of who oh, yeah. he is as a quarterback. Um, the Eagles, you know, the initial rumor was they wanted two first-round picks for him. I wouldn't go anywhere near that. No. The Colts and have offered. That, he has a big contract, doesn't he? He's got a pretty big contract, yeah. It's not ridiculous, but it's a bigger one. Uh, the The Colts, the rumor is the Colts have offered two second-round picks and then potentially like a fourth or a fifth-round pick as well. And the Eagles are trying to hold out at least for a first. Do you Would you want Carson Wentz if you had to give up the eighth pick? No. I don't think so either. What if you gave up a third-round pick this year and like a first in 2023 or something. No. No. I'm just it, not sold on Carson Wentz. And, and I'm looking at a salary cap. That's a $34 million hit next year. And yeah, which, again, isn't, it isn't crazy. Like It's not crazy, but it's, if, it's if he returns, for a guy I'm not sold on. That's what if I'm saying. If you tell me Deshaun Watson, $35 million, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's it's Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, Carson that'll be a Wentz, bargain not, for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Wentz, you know, Wentz had three really good years in a row. And then he had last year, which wasn't good. So, you know, if Carson Wentz is that guy he was before where he was an MVP candidate, you know, then mm-hmm. it's not a bad deal. Uh, we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I don't know what you'd have to give up for Jimmy Garoppolo, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to trade anything more than like a third. Maybe for Jimmy G, I would I would be willing to do it too. 
uh, he's one of those guys I'm really kind of confused on. I don't know what type of player he is. Yeah. I feel like every time I've seen him do good and I've seen him do bad, is it, you know, Mike Shanahan's offense? Is it his injuries? Is is he is he not in the game? Like maybe he got that big contract and was just like, all right, I'm good to go. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, I guess he's he is often injured, and maybe that's a reason why you wouldn't want to make this trade because you just don't know if he's going to be healthy or not. Yeah. And he has another contract. I mean, he has one year left on his deal, I believe. 2022 is his last year. So Yeah. So that would be like a win now move, I think. Yeah, so actually I'm going to downgrade my second round pick to a third round. I agree. Okay. No, with yeah. one one year left, that's that's scary. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you might as well just keep Teddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how much how much was Jimmy G. It wasn't more than like twenty five million or something, right? Uh, twenty six million, twenty seven. Okay. Yeah. So more than Teddy. Um, let's save him for last. Let's go, Derek or David Carr. Derek Carr, David Carr, Derek Carr. <laughs> Did I put David Carr? You put David Carr. Derek Carr. Uh, I had I had a little flashback, you know. <laughs> we already Maybe had I was David dreaming Carr. of Deshaun Watson and you know Houston Texans. <laughs> Derek Carr, not David Derek Carr. Carr. David Carr's, I think, a commentator now. Yeah, uh, he also wore gloves famously, just like <laughs> Teddy. Um, so yeah, Derek Carr, obviously uh, Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, puts up good numbers every year. Mm-hmm. Um. Would you give up? I mean, I think you'd probably have to give up a first for him. He's That's what twenty nine, I think. See, he's the type of guy I would I would say maybe next year's first. I would not want to give up the eighth pick for him though. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's another tough one for me because I think he's he's good, but these guys that just haven't won anything. No, I I get know, that. I, I'm just and the same with like Kirk Cousins who puts up arguably just as good, if not better, numbers than Carr. He's had a lot better receivers than Carr, you know, with Thielen and uh, Diggs and then now Jefferson. I think you'd have to give up a first-round pick for Cousins, too. And I think he probably only has one or two years left on his deal. Yeah. Well, Carr only has uh, two years as well. Okay. But his cap is 22 this year and 19 next. Oh, that's not bad at all. Mm -mm. That's... That, but that again, would, you're, uh, you're gonna have to if you're giving him a first round pick, you're almost <laughs> definitely gonna extend him almost yeah. immediately. So the the real question here will be Aaron Rodgers, right? He's in his late thirties now. Mm-hmm. He, I assume, assume, makes as more money than any of the rest of these guys. I haven't looked at his deal yet. I, you know, I don't know. He signed that deal so long ago, and you know how these it's one up, one up, one up. So. All right, he is. Yeah, he is worth more. Um, yeah. He has two year, three years left on his deal. Thirty-seven million this year, thirty-nine million next year, and then it goes down to twenty-eight when he hits forty years old. Okay. But you probably can, haven't. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but again, at forty years old, what is he gonna be? Tom Brady's, you know. Well, he's shown no different. sign of slowing down. Mm-mm. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he would also only be 40, I say only in quotation marks, you know, compared to Tom Brady going on 44 years old next year and, and probably will still play at a high level. 
Um, that contract is less than what Watson's making. Yeah. But I would assume you would have to be going for a Super Bowl within four years. In that in that four year four years, you have to be get that yeah. Super Bowl. I would think that we would hope that that would be the case with the Panthers. You know, that that within the next three years, they're at least hoping that they can be in the playoffs. And if you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is that type of player that can, even if he didn't have the weapons, he can lift them to be a better team. So again, it's this isn't a situation where the Panthers could just sign him. You'd have to give up something. And I would assume for Aaron Rodgers, the MVP this year, you're giving up at least two first-round picks. I agree. I, I don't think I would want Aaron Rodgers. Would I be ecstatic if he did come here? Yes, but I probably would not like what we had to give up for. You might even have to give up more than two. Um, yeah. I think this I, is the one that I would I would do. Just because this is a guy that can win a Super Bowl. This is a so, guy that can win you the Super Bowl. So would you be willing to give up three first or two first and like a big-name player like Christian McCaffrey? Like DJ Moore, someone. I wouldn't want to give up any of our offensive guys because I think that's why you're bringing in Aaron Rodgers is to take advantage of those weapons. Um, I'd honestly, I think I'd rather give up like three first round picks than I would two first round picks and one of those players, because I think you're going to need all the players that you can get if you're giving up those first round picks. Um, it's so tough, right? Because you never know. Like he could blow out a knee, yeah, in training camp and never be the same again. And, because and you're he's saying so old. three round, three first round picks, like you just said. I mean, yeah. In three years, is Aaron Rodgers even going to be playing? Again, right. he is forty yeah. years old. I mean, he just That's true. You'd he have got, to. He got. He just got engaged. He may yeah. just to want to uh, go start a family. Shailene Woodley from the. Uh, the Divergent movies and mm -hmm. Big Little Lies. So, very pretty. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I thought he and Danica were just going to make it, but I guess not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is, Jerry, that Danica actually introduced him to this woman while they were still dating. And that he left Danica for her. Are you reading the gossip columns <laughs> no. in the like You know, sometimes these things pop up on like Yahoo and you're just like, ooh, I wonder well, what happened. Well, that's how there. I did find out he was engaged, to be honest with you. I wasn't watching the NFL awards when he said fiance and then it had a picture of her, but yeah. I, I didn't read all that. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know he was with Olivia Munn for a while. Oh, yeah, I know. And that, that apparently is what broke him and his family up because his family didn't like Olivia Munn. So... You know, I know you're a big Bachelor guy, and his brother was on The Bachelor. So that came out, you know, on The Bachelor. Anyway, um, <laughs> I guess the real question here, and the reason that I kind of want to talk about this is it just made me think when, when Brady won the Super Bowl with the Bucks, and the mm -hmm. Bucks last year were not a good team. You know, they, they put up a lot of points, but with Jameis Winston just throwing interceptions all over the place, 30 interceptions, they just obviously didn't yeah. win a lot of games. You bring in Tom Brady, and they win the Super Bowl. So you look at our situation here where we lost eight games within a touchdown, within eight points, right? 
could you bring in somebody like Aaron Rodgers or you know a, a player that's much better than Teddy Bridgewater? Do you win six of those games? I mean, if you're if you got Aaron Rodgers, oh yeah, uh, the I feel Panthers like... go eleven and five with this same roster. I mean. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's, I think is Aaron that worth Rogers a couple of first-round picks? I think Aaron Rodgers could do that. I think you still have to worry about the defense overall. Yeah. I mean, yes, they were getting better, but, I mean, with you getting rid of those first-round draft picks, you're going to have to really hit in the second and later on in the draft. I mean, they hit this year with Jeremy Chin, and mm-hmm. Etor is still a question mark for long-term. Right. So. No, I mean, and you also still have free agency. You have other ways of and that know, goes to another look at the rams the rams is, have given up all of their first round picks for like for like six years in a row or something we would have to do some cap shedding because i believe they're only uh 17 18 million under the cap right now and with yeah. the cap, his cap hit of 37 million i don't see them wanting teddy bridgewater with them drafting love last year yeah i mean you could trade teddy i think you maybe get like a fourth round pick or something. Um, you know, you probably wouldn't be able to sign Moten. Moten at, at or that point. Samuel. Or Samuel. I don't know what Samuel's going to get, but um, yeah, I mean, you'd have to make it work, but they can always make it work. I mean, I, I think CMC could restructure his deal some. I mean, you, you could figure out ways to make it work, I think, but. I don't know. It's just something that I thought about because just seeing how successful the Bucks were with that old quarterback, you know, you bring Aaron Rodgers here, our guy's going to want to come here on cheaper deals. You know, yeah. would Moten want to stay for a couple of years at a discount? Curtis Samuel too. I mean, I think that's uh, that's what happened with the Bucks. They got guys on deep deep discounts because they wanted to come play with Brady. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot different going to Charlotte than it is going to Green Bay, you know, where it's the weather sucks 90% of the year and, you know, you're far away from everything. So I think I think there's something to think about there. I don't think the Panthers will do it. I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be traded. But stranger things have happened. They did draft Jordan Love, so. Yeah. Yeah, that know. was so weird. Yeah. So... If you trade Teddy, you cut K1 short, and you cut Steven Weatherly, who has a very high contract, which I would be surprised if he sticks around at uh, a seven million next year, eight million. Mm-hmm. We're forty-four million under the cap. There we go. That that's how we do it. Okay. And then you you know CMC alters his deal a bit. You you kind of mm-hmm. you maybe alter a couple other guys, extend Shacks. a couple other guys. Yeah, and then you've got some money to bring in some free agents, and I, it's doable. Yeah. It's doable. Now, would you rather do something like that? Let's just let's make it clear-cut. Would you rather bring in Aaron Rodgers, you're giving up, let's go ahead and say two first-round picks and two second-round picks or something like that, okay? Just mm-hmm. a lot of picks. Or would you rather keep all your picks, take your chances with a first-round quarterback this year, Resign Moten. Maybe you still lose Samuel, and go that route. That's a difficult question, because I I think Aaron Rodgers definitely is that type of player that can 
or like lift up a team. But I would all I would keep the picks and I would try to work that route because with Rodgers, I think three years, maybe four, and then then you're back. But it's so difficult because those three years could be great. I mean, if you win a Super Bowl, it's all worth it. It does. Yeah, I mean, you're you sort of get to live on that for a few years, you know. Yeah, but it's not like the Bucks where you can sign him and. Right. I think you know, that's the that, big difference. It is because you're I don't want to say mortgaging the future. You're you're betting your draft picks that Rodgers can make up for those. You're going all in. Yeah. You're going all in and if you if it doesn't work out, then you bust and you lose everything and then you are screwed for years. So, yeah, I, I you know, I I put this poll or this question out on Twitter today. Would you rather trade a first-round pick for Derek Carr or a second-round pick for Sam Darnold. And that's I your quarterback mind... next year. I wouldn't mind looking at Sam Darnold. I think if you could get Sam Darnold for a second, just, yeah. you know, he gets that Adam Gase stench off of him, basically. The same thing that uh, Tannehill went through. Yeah, You mean cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you never know i mean uh could work out yeah i i i'm fine bringing i didn't like sam Darnold coming out of college i never really thought he was great but if we could get him for a second round pick and see what he has i'd i'm all for that yeah i agree i, I think i'd rather get someone like him in the second round than take a chance on like mac jones or you know <sighs> Yeah, I've Trey I've Lance. been reading that supposedly Carolina Panthers are very interested in Mac Jones after the Senior Bowl. Yeah, just, I guess just if you can trade you... back to fifteen or something and pick up a you know a first round pick next year or an, a couple of seconds or something, then maybe you do that. But I'm not excited about Mac Jones. I, I'm definitely not excited about Mac Jones. I guess we're gonna have to talk about Mac Jones. See, I th- I always point. view him more of a like a second or third round guy. I I see him starting to sneak into that latter part of the first round. Oh, like, I've seen him sneaked in well into the top fifteen for several months now. Like he's he's there, but these Alabama quarterbacks, you just never know. You know, I mean, other than Tua, when's the, what's the last good Alabama quarterback? Is Tua good? I mean, Miami's supposedly not factually yeah. with him. Even Tua, but I mean, before Tua, there I don't. I can't. I mean, AJ McCarron wasn't. He wasn't anything. Mm-mm. You know, there's a couple other ones, but none of them have been good. Yeah, he looked good last year, but Devonte Smith looked. I mean, yeah. I feel like I could have completed a pass to Devonte <laughs> Smith. Oh man! All right. By the way, uh, USA or was it SI? I think SI.com is doing uh, eighty. 80 prospects in 80 days for the draft. They're doing like s- certain for the first round, second round, They're third round, fourth round. They're copying us, except we're out. doing it weekly. Pretty much, yeah. And they, <laughs> they started off with Kyle Pitts as their first one. And uh, and they like Kyle Pitts a lot. So check that out. Um, all right. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk about a possible eighth round pick for the Panthers if he makes it there. Eighth overall. Eighth overall. 
Sorry, what I say, eighth round? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we could get him in the eighth round, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Considering there's not even an eighth round. <laughs> Penay Sewell. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Roan. Roan is clothing that inspires men to live healthy, strong, and free. Building best-in-class products is no easy task. In fact, it's a grueling process of trial, error, and at times, unexpected success. Roan worked tirelessly to ensure the products you order exceed expectations. Roan is clothing made for men, for everything from the gym to the office. We are teaming up with Roan and Podgo to bring our listeners this exclusive offer of 25% off a pack of three Roan polo shirts by going to podgo.co slash Roan. That's podgo.co slash R-H-O-N-E for 25% off a pack of three polos. Roan, clothing that helps you move forever forward. And we are back. And this week on our draft profile player preview, we are looking at <laughs> Panay Sewell. Yeah, we really need to figure out a better phrase of <laughs> No, I think that. it's better that we just make something up every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Panay Sewell, offensive tackle. Beast out of Oregon. Ducks. He was a four-star recruit coming out of high school. Sewell had his choices of schools and he opted to go to Oregon. As a true freshman, he was a day one starting left tackle and mm. didn't disappoint, named to the freshman All-American team, uh, gave up one sack. As a sophomore, he dominated, not allowing a sack, and in nine games didn't even give up a pressure. He was mm. a unanimous first-team All-American and won the Outland Trophy, which is given to the best offensive player in the nation or offensive lineman in the nation. He opted out of 2020 due to COVID and the overall uncertainty of the Pac-12. They said they weren't going to play, then they were going to play a spring league mm-hmm. game, and they ended up playing. But still, all that uncertainty, he was like, I'm just going to prepare for the draft. I'm not going to hurt myself. Can't yep. blame him. Another one of these guys where you're just like, all right, I get you. Yeah, it's, uh, we're talking about a lot of these guys this year. Uh, or Either their school opted out or they did. Uh, yeah, he's huge. He's 6'6", 300 pounds. Uh, as you mentioned, he only gave up one sack in his two years. One sack in 1,376 snaps. Boom! Holy moly. Mind-blowing. That is wild. So, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately with offensive linemen, we can't really give out much stats, but that one... That that's one just stat. stands out. Yeah, that is a stat. Is there any other stat you need, really? No. I mean, and he's playing at Oregon. That's, you know, Pac-12 is, there are good schools in the Pac-12. Yeah, it's it, not like he's playing at North Dakota State, right? <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he's not playing Alabama and all these high, you know, Big Ten. But Yeah, but he's I playing mean, USC and UCLA. Like a, and, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's awesome teams there. So let's go over his pros. Besides not giving up any sacks except for one in his whole yeah. college career. Big pro. Uh, good size with long arms. Uh, I mean, 6'6", 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Long arms helps keep guys away. Uh, very athletic and mobile for his size. Able to kick out for those speedy rushers. Yeah. Uh, can get to the second level on run plays. Uh, helps break them off. 
great awareness in football IQ. IQ. He's very rarely beat on like twist and you know. Oh, my mind just went blank, but ba- on defensive stunts. Mm-hmm. So overall, just just a great player. I don't have much yeah. more to say. I mean, the cons here we're gonna just nitpick. This is really nitpicking. Nitpick. Yeah, like he needs <laughs> he needs to work on consistent hand placement, and this is something that I I don't know that there's ever been an offensive lineman that's coming to the league that has been perfect with everything, right? Yeah. Um, in quotations, struggled against power rushers a little. What is that? The one sack that he gave up? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's you more know. um more on the run game that a lot right. of times on the power rushers. Um, I forget what game it was, but they said he struggled a good a, a good bit against their power rushers, the bigger guys, and that's just you know him having to bulk bulk up a little bit, you know, and just kind of work with. <laughs> you know learning yeah. how to just get a little stronger maybe yeah um but yeah and that's the last con here is just yeah play with a little more power in the run game so you know with the panthers obviously if we're looking at this from a panthers perspective getting cmc back next year we're gonna probably rely especially if teddy's still the quarterback we're gonna rely a lot on that run game gonna rely on a lot on those short passes um probably a lot of them to cmc so uh to me i mean this guy would just be a home run. It's not, yeah. it's never a sexy pick when you pick an offensive lineman in the draft. You know, it's not a wide receiver. It's not a quarterback. It's not a running back. It's not one of those guys that's going to go out and score touchdowns. But this is a guy that will help you score touchdowns. <laughs> you know, this is what we, this is something the Panthers haven't had in forever. I a mean, Jordan, dominant Gross, left tackle. Jordan Gross was our. Best yeah. left tackle and how long ago of was all that? time. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I think, was it 2015 that he retired after the Super Bowl? Or I, I don't I don't even remember when <sighs> he retired. Let's see. Jordan Gross. He is now 40 years old. He 2013 was his last season. Oh, so, yeah, because so Michael Orr was on the left yeah. tackle. I mean, we've had a revolving door since then. I would yeah. love to be able to grab him and place him there for a decade and a half i mean that would that would be the dream right yeah i mean you don't have to worry we're talking about really revamping this offensive line almost every season i mean this year we have taylor moton that's a free agent but we need to sign him otherwise i mean we may have a whole new starting lineup do you know um interesting trivia here Jordan Gross was drafted eighth overall. Yep, I was yeah. about to mention that in the 2003 NFL draft. So that would be, that'd be nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, all right. Well, let's get into our questions here. Uh, will this player fall to the Panthers at eight? Doubtful. <laughs> I don't. Think so. I will. I've say seen this, him though. go at two in mocks. I've seen him fall to eight. I've, I've never seen him, seen fall, him fall, to fall past eight. at eight too. That's. Yeah why we are covering him right now i will say this if the panthers trade up for a non-quarterback i want it to be him i agree like if they trade up and grab him i i know a lot of fans will be upset but i will be like yes we got a stud left tackle for a decade now yeah honestly if they trade up at all i I think he would be at the top of my list of anyone to, to, to take 
honestly. Because I'm just not sold on Fields. I'm not sold on Wilson. I've seen, I've seen, I saw a, a mock the other day where the Panthers traded up to three and took Trey Lance. I saw that mock. I don't know where it was, but I saw I that. I think it was ESPN. Was like... Yeah. I think it was Todd McShay on ESPN. Um, so that would piss me off, I think, if, if, if the Panthers did that. I mean, at that point, again, this is my thinking. If the Panthers trade up and draft a quarterback or draft a quarterback that I'm not in love with, Matt Rule and his coaching staff, I'm putting my faith in them that they know what they're looking for in a quarterback, and yeah. they went and got it. So yeah. I, I know uh, you're not high on Trey Lance, but if that's how it Well, goes, it's not that I'm not high on him. I just don't – I guess there's so many questions for me about him. Oh, yeah. Just because he just hasn't played a lot yeah. uh, at any level. So uh, does this player fit the current roster? Yes. Yeah, I mean, yes, he does. <laughs> we're gonna have probably to more than right any other player we've Ma- talked about. Matt Paradis in the center and left tackle. You can just plug him right in. Day one starter, like his freshman year. I mean, that's the thing. The Panthers really could do this. We went all defense last year. Mm-hmm. What if the Panthers go? All right, uh, you know, maybe not go all offense every pick in the draft, but you say, you know what? We're taking Sewell. We're just trading up for Sewell. We're going to re-sign Moten, and we're going to focus on the offensive line. That's that's the focus this year is the offensive line. I'd and then you use some of the rest of your picks to kind of fill out the defense mm-hmm. even more. Because really... I, would Teddy Bridgewater be better with a better offensive line? Of course he would. I mean, I any mean, quarterback would. Would, would, he, he, maybe would he be feel, great? No. Would he but maybe could he, feel a little bit more comfortable on holding yeah. the ball longer to let those deeper routes open up? I mean, here's the deal. Teddy Bridgewater, there was a lot going against Teddy Bridgewater last year. There, there's no offseason to get ready to learn your guys. Uh, the offensive line was in shatters most of the season. You lost Christian McCaffrey early. You know, you get Christian McCaffrey back for 16 games. You focus on the offensive line and plays well. The defense gets better. Teddy's got an entire offseason to work and, and get better. That they're Realistically, this team could flip it could be instead of five and eleven you could be eleven and five it could easily happen so uh, i don't i don't think that teddy bridgewater is going to be the quarterback starting next year but i in this scenario i'd be okay with letting teddy play one more year i do too i would be too if we jumped out grabbed him like you said kind of filled out that roster and who knows we may take a maybe there's a third round you know, second round guy that mm-hmm. we like that the Panthers like, and maybe yeah. gr- draft him, let him the other guys or uh, Bridgewater start, and maybe see if the other guy can actually compete with him overall in training camp. Yeah, is, uh, it's the Florida quarterback Trask. Uh, Trask, Kyle yeah. Trask. I mean, he's a he's a guy that was probably going to be second or third round, mm-hmm. so he, he that's an option. With so many quarterbacks going early, you feel like some of these guys that. Some of those guys like Trask could fall even further than where you would think. Yep. You know. So, um, would you be excited to draft this player? I think we've established yeah. that we would both be extremely excited. To draft when when this I say I'm willing to trade up for him, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agreed. Um, all right. Any other thoughts before we put him on our big board? Nope. Okay. 
All right, so the big board as of right now, and these are just the players that we've talked about so far. We will continue to fill this out as we go forward. Number one, Justin Fields. Number two, Micah Parsons. Number three, Trey Lance. Number four, Kyle Pitts. That's got an asterisk because I think Kyle Pitts should be higher on this list. And I wouldn't draft a tight end in the first round. <laughs> uh, so where, for you, would Panay Sewell fit on this list? I'm going to go number one. Uh, would I rather have Penesol than Justin Fields? That's tough. That's so tough. And, and and if both are available at whenever they're drafting and they yeah. pick Justin Fields, I would not. I would completely understand. Yeah. It, it's, which which one would be better for the franchise long term? Justin Fields. If Justin Fields pans out, hits. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. I think that's. I think I agree with you. I think number one because think of the last time that like a top five offensive tackle was drafted that didn't work out. He seems like just it seems like a no brainer. Seems like a can't miss prospect. So I'm gonna agree. Let's put him number one. And, and this is. I think he would. The worst case scenario, he would still be a good starting ta- left tackle. May yeah. not be the stud that we think he is, but that would be the only way. He would be an upgrade. Yeah. Over, over what we had this year, that which yeah. was a hodgepodge of, you know, a rotating chair. Uh, all right. Well, who's next, Jerry? Well, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like our show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailback at meowmakespodcast.com and if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show next week we'll be taking a look at zach wilson zach wilson all right all right let's do it let's do it. it's about time i feel like we've been <laughs> waiting on him so i'm excited i'm actually excited to learn a little more about him because me too you know, I'm just not totally up to speed on him yet. So I'm hoping that maybe he'll just blow me away and I'll be happy if the Panthers trade up to get him. I'll be honest. I haven't watched BYU football, so it's it's going to be a pleasant surprise for me on watching him. You haven't watched BYU football. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, until next week, everybody take it easy. Be safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, <laughs> wow,